I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. So I was in the process of going through some videos and some pictures from my trip for a talk I'm getting ready to do. And I put together a reel and I was getting ready to post it. I thought, you know what, there's, I want to say more about this. I started, I started writing the post that I was going to attach to the reel. And I thought, I, I have more to say about this. And I thought, well, I'll do, a, I'll do a podcast about it someday. And then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do it right now because why not? And then I started thinking, well, maybe when should I release it? Whatever. And it's like, you know what, I'm releasing it. I'm going to record it and edit it and release it because why not? And so to sum it up, I, I found a quote that goes with, well with, with what I was trying to capture, and that is, man needs difficulties in life because they are necessary to enjoy the success. And that is by A.P.J. Abdul Kalam. And where did that come from? <laughs> Why am I talking about this all of a sudden? I came across a, a series of clips that I recorded that I hadn't put together into one video answering the question that I kept getting is uh, about my trip as to whether or not it was difficult. And in the clip that I'll, I'll still post, I, I brought up, it was, you know, the trip was difficult, but for, for different reasons, you know, sometimes it was just physically challenging, which is what most people I think were thinking about. Sometimes it was challenging. Sometimes it was difficult just because the path was hard. Sometimes it was difficult to find the path. Sometimes it was difficult just because it was steep rugged, I was tired, hot, whatever, you name it. So all those kinds of things. But it really made, it made me think about like why, why, why we do difficult things and why we appreciate difficult things and why, why it's so core to who we are and why it's so important. And it really, it got me thinking about those things and then also why we're so quick to, to be done. You know, in, in this instance, I could have driven to each of the villages that I went to and it would, it wouldn't have been I could have arrived in the same spots and stayed in the same places and seen the same towns, but I wouldn't have had the the difficult part, the part of getting from point A to point B, which is what made it what it was. It's what made those dinners each night, even though they were obviously amazing food from Sicily, it made them taste that much better. It made my drink of water throughout the day that much more fulfilling each piece of fruit that I had, the, the, the little lunches that I had on the ground in the sunshine, just literally sitting on the dirt or a rock or a log or whatever made those tastes like they were from like the best restaurant in the world and the most wonderful experience and the most extreme amount of gratitude that I could feel because of the difficulty. And so diff, doing hard things, uh, so many of us, I've, I've talked about this before, but have this, have this uh, remembrance of a time in our life when we did overcome some challenge, whether it was 
some sport, whether it was school, whether it was graduating or getting into a tough program and completing it or starting a career or mastering a career, any number of things like that, that we look back on. And it was, if they were easy to do, it wouldn't have been fulfilling. It wouldn't have been memorable. It wouldn't have been something that caused us to look back with nostalgia because the easy things we don't think about. We don't remember. But at the same time, we're we're so driven to declare where we're done, to declare the box has been checked, that I am, I think about this for certain things, like to say I'm, everyone's, everyone's ready to say uh, I'm enlightened or I, I've, that, that I'm done, you know, and, and the concept of enlightenment is in in my mind a never-ending process. There's always another layer. Uh, the same thing with f- uh, fluency. You know, uh, since I since the first month I started studying Italian, people have been asking me, "Are you fluent? Are you fluent? When will you be fluent?" Or you hear other people. You hear. You see. You know. You see programs for for language study that say become fluent in six weeks, six months, one year, whatever it is. Um, without without a measurement to what that even means, I've talked about that a million times. But there's this there's this urge to just check the box. I'm done. I'm fluent, and that means I'm done. I'm fluent in twelve languages, or I was fluent in six weeks. Uh, you're never done, <laughs> even if you only speak English, and you do a, a really good job with it. There's more than you can possibly imagine. You don't know unless you're unless you've just devoted your life to uh, being a professor in the in the history in in evolution in in of of, of that language in the forms of all of all its of all its forms and in all the places it's spoken and all the different types of literature and, and usages. So there's this urge for us to say we're done really quickly so we can move on. But I think that shortcuts that shorts cut shortcuts the how hard it is to do something, and I think we do that because we can. It, it's easy to get overwhelmed, you know, get overwhelmed with with um, the enormity of something. So it's good to just feel like we're done and we move on to the next thing, and then, but then when we shortcut that process, when we when we say I've 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 done this and I'm you know even even the things that we buy, we say I'm a hope. It's everyone's so quick to say they're a homeowner and they own their car and they own this 90, I don't know if it's 90%, 80%, some huge percentage of the time, everyone declaring what they own, really it's, they own with the bank, the bank owns it and they're paying the bank. So they don't, they're not really a homeowner. They're a, a mortgage holder. Um, and I'm not criticizing that because that, that's just a path to becoming a homeowner. But again, we're so, so quick to declare what we've done so we can move on to the next thing. And it keeps, it keeps us acquiring. It keeps us not thinking. It keeps us from diving deeper into things. And it keeps us from ultimately getting that soul nourishing satisfaction of hard challenges. Uh, we can't be doing a million things. We can't be pulled in as many directions as we as we are and ever be really great at something. You know, for my friends that uh, do improv and listen, you know, that's that's another great example of like people many of us will will go through a 6-month training and and immediately then you're done and then pretty soon after 6 months or 9 months then you're you've learned so much you're already a coach. 
<laughs> you're coaching the newbies because I remember six months ago or a year ago or two years ago, and that's that's all fine. But uh, you know, the idea that there's, there's the, I think sometimes we don't even know what we don't know, and we're so ready to declare we're done and we've mastered something, we've achieved something that we we are ready to shortcut the hard work that's required to master it. And so then when we see something or are confronted with something that is really, really hard, it's easy to walk away from it. It's easy to say, I can't do that, or I don't have time for that, or push it off in in lieu of the easier things that we can click off really quickly and say that we're done. And I think when we do that, when we don't have that muscle of of learning how to dive deep into projects, including ourselves, deep into understanding and knowing and trusting and loving ourselves. <clears throat> That's why so many people, when they're confronted with a major change in life, which that is the only constant, but especially after you get to a certain point in your life, when, when whether it's just you reach normal People that reach normal retirement age haven't had to think, haven't had to think about who they are and what they want in so long. They get to retirement and they don't know what to do because they don't know who they are anymore outside of whatever career they may have had or having been a parent for so long. But they're not serving the same role anymore. And so that becomes empty. So then sometimes they start pressuring their kids to have kids so that they can feel, fulfill this other grandparent role. Um, instead of kind of doing the hard work of diving back into themselves and understanding themselves. And again, that's a never ending process. You never, you're never done with that because if you do, then you're not growing anymore. I, th I think, I think um, that's one of the beautiful things about life is that looking at a tree and then you came back 30 years later, it's, it's going to look quite, quite different. The old trees deep inside there somewhere, but there's layers and layers and layers of growth on top of it that would, could possibly make it unrecognizable. And we're the same way when you look at look at yourself and the way you grow, even uh, sort of in the middle of the part of our lives when we don't change as much, there's still growth on top of the old selves. So where am I going with all this stuff? Um, the th was it hard? Yes. The things that are hard, in my opinion, are the things that make us push ourselves, that make us discover new things about ourselves that make us learn, grow, and stretch. And we have to be willing to push through those hard things to come out on the other side with something more for ourselves, for our families, for our lives, for our communities. So was it hard? Yes, do it anyway. Uh, and then the other aspect of it is, you know, maybe if, if, if I were to encourage anyone to, to just think about the things that you ultimately really, really want to do, have, and be in your life and commit to exactly what you want from those things and, and, and what you want it to look like when, as you go through the process and enjoy the process. Because if you're don't have a family and you say, I want to have a family, there's lots and lots of parts of that process that are hard. Being a parent is hard. Raising kids is hard. Uh, I can only imagine how hard it is for women to be pregnant. 
all the stuff that happens to their bodies and uh, hormones and, and all the, all that. I can't I can't only imagine how hard that is. Uh, going through school is hard. Going through in any big thing that we want to do. Um, and like like on that trip, there were days I found myself. The days when I found myself obsessed or focused or too focused on the next step and the next step, the next step where I needed to be, those days were harder and longer. The days that I got sucked into the moment or the hours of, of uh, the beauty of what was around me, how fortunate I was to be able to, to just be wandering around the Sicilian countryside and looking at snails <laughs> crossing the road and the listening to birds whose songs I've never heard before, you know, unique bird. I, I, I'm not an expert at all on birds, but I'm familiar with the birds from where I live. And then to hear bird calls I've never heard before is, was miraculous and amazing and beautiful. And, and, and each night tasting and trying new things and slightly different kinds of pastia or pasta, pasti, pasta, seeing pasta that had a name I was familiar with that looked very different because that's the way they made it there. Uh, when I allowed myself to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, then uh, I wasn't so focused on the difficulty of it. I was enjoying the, the, the journey and the process along the way. This made me think of one of the definitions I've, I've held on to for many, many years. A lot of times when I, I read a passage or a quote or get an idea, I, I, I capture that in what uh, Tom Hopkins called a pearl of wisdom. Like, ah, that's a good one. And I either write it down or it just, it's so wonderful. It just sticks in my head. And one of those that has always just stuck in my head since the first time I heard it in my 20s was uh, a definition of happiness. And that is happiness is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. And that's the fun part of it. That's the progressive realization. Going back to language because that's such an easy one. I'm not... I think I think what we should do in language instead of worrying about am I fluent is what level of proficiency do I want to have? What what is it? Why am I learning this? And why do I want it? With anything we're trying to learn, why what what skill level or what what level of proficiency do I need to have to do whatever I'm trying to do um, to be happy with the progress I made versus declaring that you've mastered something that maybe you really really haven't um, to give yourself a, a false sense of of uh, completion. Because if you are trying to learn something for, let's say, a vacation, and you say, I want to get, I want to be able to do these things. I want to be able to ask, I want to be able to order food and buy a ticket and ask directions and ask where the bathroom is. And if I've done all that, then have fun with it and do your best. And, and that will, that will feel really good. Uh, and you'll have a reason the more and you'll have lots of reasons of why you're learning it and you'll enjoy the process versus getting so hung up on on um, not making mistakes or sounding quote dumb or whatever it is. Uh, I've run into people at some of the classes I took over the years who were way better at grammar than I ever was or ever may ever be. 
But when we went to restaurants, uh, I did some of the talking <laughs> because I'm not afraid of sounding dumb or making mistakes or that kind of thing. So whatever it is you're going to do or maybe are in the middle of, enjoy that process. Enjoy every stage of, if you're a parent, of your kids' lives. I, I, I got so frustrated as a parent when I was really having fun with my kids at whatever age infant, toddler, you know, five-year-old, 12-year-old, there was always someone that would step in and see the joy I was having or ask me questions. And I'd say, oh, I got to do this with my sons. And they'd say, well, enjoy that now because when they get to be this age, they're not going to want to spend time with you. <laughs> it always horrified me and gave me this, 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 uh, this, pulse of fear, like, oh gosh, you know, it's when my kids are teenagers, they won't like me anymore. And I think God never hit that <laughs> level because uh, I didn't have expectations of who they were going to be. I I discovered let along with them, the human beings that they uh, are and will be. And I enjoyed the process and the, the realization of them growing into uh, adults and and figuring out their viewpoints and their paths. And I, <laughs> so, so far in a couple of decades, I haven't hit a point where my kids don't like me or don't want to be around me uh, because I've, I think I've embodied in, in my own life, this, this happiness being this progressive realization. It's, it's, it's an ongoing thing. It's not done. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I didn't, there wasn't a box to check on when I was done being a parent or when I was, uh, when when that piece of my life was over, or any of the things I'm I have or am diving into, I'm not so worried about when what, what the, the final outcome will be. I'm just enjoying the process. Uh, whether it's whether it's the book that I wrote, or if I write another one, or this podcast, or the traveling I'm doing, or the language that I'm learning, and I'm enjoying the process. And though I've read, say, 40 art history books, am I done? Am I Have I mastered that? Heck no, I've just barely scratched the surface. But I know a whole lot more than I did. And it's been very soul nourishing. I have a deeper appreciation for the lives of some amazing people. I can understand the artwork that I see and the time periods that these people lived in, which has helped me connect more dots in culture and history and civilization. And uh, not, I'll never be a, an expert at those things. And I'm, I'm enjoying though the process of this progressive growth and understanding just like the, the the journey across Sicily and whatever else I do in life. So yeah, <laughs> that's a, yes, yes, it was hard, but that's part of the reason I did it. And I enjoyed the process along the way. And I hope that you'll think about the things you wanted to have and be in your life and figure out a way to make them fun, enjoy, Enjoy the challenges, enjoy discovering the stuck points, enjoy discovering your own blind spots. Enjoy, if you've got kids, your kids are going to point out your blind spots. As much as you think and you know and understand about the world, they're going to point stuff out. You're going to, you can either go, oh, wow, 
I hadn't thought about it that way. You or your generation has have have opened my mind to something that I hadn't thought of because the generation I was raised by and grew up with didn't think that way. So enjoy that. Enjoy seeing and understanding and growing and learning. And you have no idea where that'll take you in your life, who the who will come into your life because you have broader ideas and broader concepts and have grown and learned along the way. I hope that's helpful for you. I hope you're having a good week. I hope that you will enjoy your journey. Thank you. Okay, that's what I've got for this week. I hope to be back next week with a guest. I recorded a, a couple. One of them, though, it's only the second time in 80 episodes I had a technical difficulty, and I'm seeing if I can work past that. But so far, no luck. So I may actually have to re-record that, which I'm a little very sad about. But I have another one I recorded uh, that I need to edit, and a few more that are on the books to to record in the coming weeks and months ahead. Uh, in terms of guests and then a bunch of a bunch of things I've, I'm thinking about on my own. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it was helpful for you. If it was, as always, please don't forget to like and share wherever you can. Tell your friends about it. And if you haven't checked out my book, uh, Afterlife, Waking Up from My American Dream, was the story I told about my own journey and the things I learned along the way. And I did my best to to share what was helpful for me in a way that I hope is useful and helpful for you. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that, that just overwhelms me sometimes Some people that have either quit jobs or started things or started back to school or started therapy for the first time in their lives or hired a coach or whatever it might be. So I, I, that's, that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm, I'm not, I don't have any other service. I'm not trying to get you to hire me for anything. I, I want to just help other people uh, give them the permission, not that I need to give you permission, you need to give yourself permission, you need to love yourself, trust yourself enough to say yes to your dreams. So that's what I'm trying to do here. If any of that stuff was helpful, don't forget to like, share, comment, uh, give reviews so that maybe other people will find it and it can have an impact on their lives. So that's all. Thank you so much and have a good one. Thank mm-hmm. you.